0: Hello! Uh, welcome to our, uh, Capes and Japes animal companion extravaganza. If
1: you hear, um, some purring in the background, that is my cat. She is halfway across the room. She's just that loud.
0: (laughs) My dog has also been, uh, very upset today for some inexplicable reason, so she might come and start whining outside the door, um, So, uh, it's fun. It's fun. Just a fun element of surprise. Um, it's probably appropriate. Yeah. Uh, And this is also, uh, this is, when you're listening to this, it will be our post-PodCon Spectacular, but while we're recording it, it's our pre-PodCon Spectacular, uh, because Elyon is about to leave for PodCon in a matter of hours.
1: Yeah, probably. Five or six, something like that. It's so okay, just... though, because I'm packed. My cosplays are done.
0: Excellent. Ugh. Wow. It's great,
1: but it, it makes my dog very sad. He sees suitcases, and he starts follow- following mm. you around the house.
0: Oh, no. Um, yeah. Love dogs. Love dogs. Hey, you know who else loves dogs? I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, John Kent. And that's who we're talking about today. End of episode. Um <laughs> and no. that's it. He loves dogs. <laughs> that's that's all that's all there is to it. Um, no, today we are talking about um Jonathan Samuel Kent, and you need to specify that it's this specific John Kent, uh, because like we mentioned with Khan, um, if Clark has a son. He's always going to name his son John. So there's a bunch of other John Kent from, like, different universes who are not this John Kent. Um, including the new 52, uh, John Lane Kent, who was evil and was the person who new 52 Connor was actually cloned from, uh, and led to the really, really great just whole paragraph about all the cons and Johns and alternate cons and alternate Johns just everywhere all the time. Um, this, this John is the best John. (laughs) This John, best John. (laughs) Yes, not evil, only a good boy. Um, so, uh, alright. Superman and Lois have a son. and. The way this happens unfortunately can't be normal. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could have been. It could have just been, you know, here's a storyline about uh Clark and Lois having a baby in a regular way. Um there's uh there's an old there's an old essay that used to go around um called Man of Steel, Woman of Kleenex, about how, um, Clark can't actually have sex with a human woman because he's so powerful he would destroy her, um. That's a lot. Yeah, it's, like, it's a whole- it's a whole thing,
1: um. Like, he's- He's done so well so far about not destroying people when he touches them. You'd think he'd be able to like not destroy a person.
0: You'd think. Um, so uh Um Most most writers don't go too deep into Clark and Lois's sex life, so Well (laughs) It's unclear. But I mean that's probably for the best, no, it's definitely for the best um, but anyways, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, so <laughs> I don't know. probably them having a a baby like under normal circumstances would lead to a whole bunch of people uh starting fights on the internet about it. um, so that's gonna happen anyways so so what so the thing the thing about The thing about John is, uh, okay, uh, in 2015, uh, DC did an event called Convergence that we've talked about on this podcast a few times. Um, it wasn't very good, but I kind of liked it. Um, and the idea behind Convergence was that, uh, Brainiac took all of these different like people and cities from all of these different timelines and he trapped them under these big domes um and like all of the- all of these people were like trapped under these separate domes for like a year and also the domes took away everybody's superpowers um, and then after a year he was like okay i'm going to send different people from different domes into other people's domes and you have to fight each other and then whoever wins gets, I don't know, gets to leave the dome, <laughs> gets, their city gets freed or whatever. Um, so, uh, the main storyline of this was about a bunch of people from different timelines trying to find Brainiac and, uh, Telos and fight them. Um, and that was boring except for the part where um. Dick Grayson was ultimately the hero of the entire thing because he, uh, he talked to people about their feelings and he solved the whole problem. Um, but, uh, separately from that, there's, uh, there were all of these little mini-series about all of these different, you know, realities and the domes and all of that. Um, and most of it, I'm pretty sure... (laughs) was just an excuse for DC to go to different writers, uh, and be like, hey, do you have a character that we got rid of in New 52 that you, like, really want to do, like, a two-issue miniseries about? Um, and all of them were like, boy, do I! Um, so, uh, some of them are very good. The Nightwing Oracle one is very good, but that's not what we're talking about here. Um... Isn't that what we're always talking about, secretly, deep down? Deep down in our hearts, yes. Um, so, uh, for the Superman miniseries, um, it was, uh, I don't know what, it was a a separate timeline offshoot, or it's it's some, I think it's pre- New 52 post-crisis Clark and Lois uh, are in this dome for this two-issue miniseries for this weird crossover event that wasn't supposed to have any real bearing on the DC universe. Um, and at the end of this two-issue storyline, uh, they're in Gotham City, Clark doesn't have powers for a year, um, they have a Son. um i mean there
1: that's a pretty good time to have a son when you can guarantee that it won't have powers and absolutely destroy you during the birth process
0: yeah yeah for sure um and i don't know if part of it is like oh i don't know if like a a half kryptonian half human child would like you know even be able to exist um but so uh They have this baby, uh, they name him John, they name him, uh, Jonathan Samuel, after, uh, obviously Jonathan Kent, Clark's dad, and, uh, Samuel Lane, uh, Lois's dad, um, which is nice, because I- I feel like a lot of the times there's just, like, like, what- like, the more- important character is like i'm gonna name them after my like significant person and somebody else is kind of like well okay i I, guess fine Um, i am a
1: side character i don't have any say in the matter
0: i i don't nobody knows my dad's name i don't Um, have
1: agency
0: um yeah yeah basically yeah um so they uh so they have a baby and then um there's uh, a very, (laughs) and then things are very screwy for a while, um, where they, they have, I'm still, this is gonna, like, it's gonna be a struggle for me to explain any of this, um. I look forward to it. (laughs) Yeah, so this separate version of Clark and Lois, who aren't the current versions of Clark and Lois, because these are from a different timeline, and currently we're in New 52, and it's different. Um, they have this baby, and then, uh, Brainiac, they, they end up going back in time and preventing the original crisis on Infinite Earth. Um. Okay. Yeah, uh, and then, uh, they, they, they save the, Multiverse from before the crisis, so it, it, now that exists somewhere. <laughs> um, and then, uh, Brainiac sends them back to the New 52 universe, but to, to a, to the beginning of it, so it's different from where, so I think they're existing there at the same time that New 52, Clark, and Lois are also existing? <laughs> um, this is not, there's also gonna be a lot of gaps in this, cause I don't, like, keep up with Superman, like, consistently. Uh, so a lot of this is just based on my understanding of the situation, but also I feel like if I read it, it wouldn't make any more sense, because it's busted, and a lot of stuff that was going on with Superman is busted, and the weird, like, Thing that they were doing with Watchmen was busted, anyways. Um, yeah, I've
1: only read the Rebirth Superman, and that's even like the beginning of it. Is like, oh, okay, I, I yeah. guess, I, yeah. I guess Superman's dead, and here's another Superman coming in, and now we're learning about him.
0: Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, basically, yeah. Things, uh, things get wonky. Um. So thanks, comics. Yeah. So. John's backstory is that, uh, he, he, he grows up with Superman and Lois both, uh, they changed their last name to White, so nobody knows who they are, um, and Clark is still, uh, Superman but secretly, and Lois is also a reporter but secretly, (laughs) Um.
1: A secret reporter.
0: Yeah, you know, it's the best kind. Um, and at some point, uh, when John's, like, th- uh, like, eight or nine in the context of this, I think, uh, he and his mom get kidnapped, uh, and then to protect her, John ends up, uh, using superpowers, and they're like, oh, I guess he had superpowers after all. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, so that's that's where, uh, that's where they're at. Um, and then rebirth happens, um, and then all of that stuff where it's like, Superman died, but here's a new super... I don't know why, I don't know why Superman is the most confusing character for them throughout this, because it seems like, like, your biggest character should not be, like, so extremely off-putting and difficult for people to try to understand, like, who they are.
1: I mean, I, I feel like Rebirth, with a little bit of basic Superman knowledge, mostly that it's like, ugh, comics, okay, yeah. You can yeah. get into them pretty easy.
0: Yeah, no, that's for sure. Like it's if you if you ignore that stuff, because it's really genuinely not important to enjoying Rebirth Superman, like yeah. it's totally fine. It's just that like I'm a hundred percent sure some people picked this up and tried to understand it and just could not. And like it seems it seems like it shouldn't be this hard. Um And then okay. And then there's this whole thing during Rebirth Superman, where, um, Mr. McSpitlick kidnaps John, and John finds the ghost of New 52 Clark and Lois.
1: Okay.
0: And then acc- somehow accidentally merges New 52 I- Clark and Lois With this Clark and Lois, who are technically the post crisis Clark and Lois. Uh, How? Well, Mr. Mitspitlick's there. I mean. Just does some wacky stuff. I guess. (laughs) I guess. It's a big, it's a big, I guess. Listen. I wish. I wish I didn't have to tell you all of this, but the thing is. If you didn't, for, even for me, for people who didn't read Convergence, or even if you read that Convergence, you were like, oh, that's nice, this version of Clark and Lois have a son now, um, who didn't read that, like, one specific miniseries, it was just kind of like, hey, Superman is like, a ten-year-old child. (laughs) When did this happen? Um, was it ten years ago? Um, Yes. (laughs)
1: In some timeline.
0: Yeah, you know, in some version of this. Um, so, they, uh, he merges New 52 Clark and Lois with this Clark and Lois, uh, and then also, it's like, oh, by doing that, he rewrote his own history. Uh, so, he was, John was actually, uh, born in the Fortress of Solitude. And, uh, Bruce and Diana were there, uh, and they moved to California to raise him, and then they moved back here. That's what happened. Now, um, (laughs) which, I mean, I think probably happened because somebody at some point were like, there has to be a consistent story to this, because we cannot- tell people like, oh, this is Superman's son, who was born in an alternate timeline that was put under a dome by Brainiac and then got sent back to stop the crisis on Infinite Earth and then got sent back to New 52, but is now here, it's just, it's just, it's inane. Um, anyways, so if you were very confused, if you, like, kept up with comics, but vaguely kept up with comics and you were super confused that Superman had a son, and you didn't remember that happening at all, uh, don't worry. It's confusing. And now you know how confusing it is, and you don't have to go back and try and figure out what any of this means. It doesn't matter. They He rewrote his own history through uh Mr. Mitzfitlik, and just through the sheer power of Superboys constantly just messing with reality in all of its forms. Um Superman superboys have a very tenuous relationship with their own existence. Um but the important thing is John's here now. <laughs> and we love him. Um, truly
1: the most important thing. He's here. Truly. We love him. Or He's is here. he in
0: space? Oh we're gonna get to that. Okay. I got I got an update on space. <laughs> Update on space. Okay. Alright. Update re-space. Okay. But, so, uh, most of, uh, most of John's history has happened over the past, like, two or three years. Um, so, a lot of it taking place in the Rebirth Superman series. Um, and The thing... The thing that I love about Rebirth Super... And we've both mentioned this a lot, because we both love it. It's, like, it's very good. Um, but it's just, like... It's so much about Clark's relationship with John. Um, but the thing is, like, John... Like, John isn't the first time that, like, you know, DC is in some capacity introduced, like uh-oh, what if Superman had a son? Um, but it's usually, like, uh, oh, you know, it's his evil son from the future who got cloned to become Connor, or it's, like, uh, there's, like, uh, some, like, future alternate universes that are, uh, about, you know, oh, there's uh, Superman's son, but he's growing up, and he doesn't know that Superman was his father because, uh... Superman disappeared, uh, you know, before he was born, and then he discovers he has superpowers, and he has to contend with the legacy of Superman.
1: Did his other parent not know who Um, his father was? Or were uh, they just like... I think think they were
0: keeping it secret from him.
1: Why? (laughs) I feel like that's something you want to tell your kid. Like, hey, bud, (laughs) you're getting old enough now. We need to have the talk. <laughs> Your father was Superman. He had superpowers. I don't know if you're going to have superpowers. So if anything weird happens, <laughs> let me know. I'll be able to tell you if it's puberty or superpowers. <laughs> Got it?
0: Um, you would think, you would think that would be that would be the right idea. Um, but, so, but, so it's a, it's a it's a tempting idea to explore, um, but it usually ends, not but, it usually ends up with, you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of drama about, you know, living up to your father's legacy when your father is, you know, maybe the greatest man who's ever lived, the greatest and the most powerful man, and everyone loves him, and he's good, and perfect, and, like, oh, like, the, the pressure, and, you know, or it's like, oh, Superman has a son, but his son is evil, or it's, you know, Superman has a son, but we're in a dystopian future now, so he's all messed up and angry, um, and it's not that John doesn't have to deal with, you know, The pressure of, uh, his dad, the most, the best and most powerful man in the universe. Um, but the thing is, having John, like, getting to look at John, like, growing up with Clark and Lois, and, like, knowing Clark and Lois primarily as his parents, and not, you know, as Superman. (laughs) Superman and
1: lois Lane, ace reporter,
0: Superman and lois Lane secret reporter um it's like it 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 gives it a very grounded edge to it, and it's also like you know a lot of it is about Clark, you know figuring out how to be a dad and how to teach his son how to you know use his powers for good, and you know keep himself in check and be the kind of man that Clark would want him to be and that his namesakes would want him to be that Lois would want him to be and all of that um but like most of it is just like genuinely it turns out that the way to teach your kid how to be a good person is just kind of to be a good parent wild It's super wild. It turns out that actually, um, you don't have to, you know, agonize about it too much because you and your wife are just working on, you know, teaching this kid the lessons you would be teaching him anyways, uh, because they're the kind of, you know, you want your child to be a responsible, you know, good-hearted person. Um and then when he also has superpowers, you just have to be responsible and good-hearted with the superpowers. Um and it's uh I, I I'm so I'm so fond of it just as as a as a narrative. Um and then they get to they get to do all of these very cute just family bonding things like, go to a fair, and sometimes they do, you know, less cute family bonding things, like, uh, Clark and John get sent to Dinosaur Island, and they have to rescue people from dinosaurs, but also then it's still, like, a little bit goofy.
1: Or you all get blasted to Apocalypse.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not ideal, um, but-
1: Well, mom's a fury now.
0: Yeah, you know, some sometimes it do be like that. The thing is, these are just things that you have to expect <laughs> in your everyday life. <laughs> when um, you are
1: associated with Superman, sometimes you just
0: end up on apocalypse. Sometimes you do end up on apocalypse and Lex um,
1: Luthor is there.
0: Lex Luthor sometimes is there and you have to you have to deal with that. Um but so John John doesn't have, like, a really abnormal amount of angst about this. Um, and he's also, he's got other things on his mind, uh, like <laughs> what to do about his weirdo best friend. Um, because the other, <laughs> the other place where, uh, you see the most John is in Super Sons, and nobody listening to this has to have to listen to us talk about Super Sons again, but I'm gonna do it, uh, because <laughs> it's so good. Um, so, John, uh, tries to get a Christmas tree for his family, uh, accidentally starts a forest fire <laughs> with his heat vision, uh, ends up, <laughs> uh, ends up being- captured by Damian Wayne and strapped to a table, um, and Damian's giving him, like, a big dramatic speech about how, like, nobody else thinks you're dangerous, but I know, I, Damian Wayne, know not to trust anybody. Um, and then Clark shows up and he's really mad, understandably, but Bruce's nightmare child kidnapped, uh, Clark's perfect son, the light of his life, Um, and they're, like, and the two of them are fighting, and then Bruce and Clark keep trying to get them to get along, and they keep fighting, um, because they're wildly different people, because they're bats and Kryptonians, and they're doing it again. They always do this. Um, and then they end up, they, like, they, like, send them on, they send them on a mission, they're, like, okay, you two are gonna have to work together
1: you gotta earn your capes kids we're
0: forcing you we're forcing you to work together um i think they do um at some point bruce and clark fake that um the two of them are like in danger that that bruce and clark are in danger so john and damien have to save them
1: um i can't remember if it was fake danger or real danger
0: But there was danger. (laughs) There was danger. I think it might have been fake danger. Because I remember being kind of, like, (laughs) mad about it. Hey, listen, um, just a PSA. If you're trying to teach your kids an important lesson about uh, friendship and teamwork and getting along, uh, don't stress them out needlessly by making them think your life is in danger. (laughs) They have enough to deal with. Thanks. Um, and, um, and then, so they, they, they complete the mission, they save their dads, um, and then Alfred very dramatically is like, You are the Super Sons, which is always very funny to me. (laughs) Because it's not like, it's not a really exciting name. No. And I feel like probably if it was up to the two of them, they would have picked something different. Um, No,
1: but it's Alfred who said it, so
0: they're gonna go with it. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Say no to Alfred? You fool. You absolute fool. Um, and, uh, Bruce and Clark get them, uh, an underwater fortress. (laughs) Like you do, like you give to your children. Um... They get them an underwater fortress and John names it the Fortress of Attitude, um, and Damien hates it, but it's too late. And it's got like in addition to like superhero equipment and stuff, it has uh like a basketball court in it. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, the the thing is, Clark has the excuse of being like a first time dad. Bruce Bruce has done this before. Bruce shouldn't be spoiling Damien this much.
1: This is true. <laughs> But also Damien's been doing pretty well. That's
0: that's true. And he's proud of him.
1: It's like alright. You've stopped doing murders. <laughs> Let's get you a base.
0: Um with God, your best honestly, friend, John. Your best friend who you will never admit is your best friend, except for you keep doing extremely dramatic things. This is like This is the most Bat-Fam way, this is the most Bat part of the Bats and Kryptonians thing, is that, like, Damien constantly refuses to admit out loud that John is his best friend, and then he does stuff like, we've talked about this before too, he does stuff like, like, the Teen Titans are like, oh, I don't know, maybe we should be concerned about John because, uh, this Tim from the Future said that, like, he turned evil, uh, and Damien just, like, knocks them all unconscious, grabs John, and, like, takes him in a submarine, and is like, alright, you and me, John, we're going on the run, we don't need anybody else! Fuck
1: the Teen Titans, we out.
0: Fuck the Teen Titans, <laughs> fuck anyone who even thinks for a second about doing anything that could ever possibly hurt you, I will kill them with my bare hands, but we're not friends.
1: We're not friends, but I will give my life for
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, listen, it's good. Um, it's good because they do that particular Bats and Kryptonians thing, uh, and then Clark has to give them a speech. He's like, I'm like, I'm a little bit worried that you guys are like too dependent on each other. And they're like, no, 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 we got it, it's fine. (laughs) Um, it's fine. We would just literally die for each other if it came down to that. (laughs) <laughs> like, yes, Clark is well, like, "Yeah, that's what I'm worried about." <laughs> that's kind of the concern here. Um
1: And it's like, "But Clark, you can't say that you wouldn't die for Bruce."
0: That's the thing. You probably would. The the thing about it is um he would. He absolutely would. I mean, Clark would die for a lot of people, but um <laughs> he definitely would. Um the thing about it is um because they're, like, a lot of it is built around the assumption that, uh, someday John will be Superman and someday Damien will be Batman, um, which is a little bit boring, and I'd be interested to see something else if, like, you know, comics ever get to that point, which I don't think they will, um, but it is interesting to me that this, like, presents the possibility of a DC universe where, like, the Superman and the Batman, like, worked out all their issues when they were, like, 11. <laughs> and now they're just, like, on the same wavelength at all times. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Superhero world peace. Um, but John and Damien is super great. Um, because it's great- I mean, it's great because Bats and Kryptonians are great. Like, you know- you know that they do the same thing, and they always do it, and it's always great. Um- but uh Damien like shows John how to like take things more seriously and you know like think before he acts and John shows Damien how to open up his heart to friendship. Yep. Um and it's You gotta
1: you gotta trust people, Damien.
0: You gotta trust people. You gotta trust at least one person Besides your brother. We'll start there. (laughs) Start with trusting this kid. Because what can he do? Um, so that's, um, that's, that's been John's trajectory. Has been just kind of, like, gradually discovering his powers. Uh, building this friendship with Damien that rules. Uh, you know, having a dog. Uh, loving his parents. Uh, being a good kid. A brief segue into, uh, the whole, you know, he finds out that in the future he possibly, uh, goes berserk and destroys the world, uh, which has, like, (laughs) has come up a couple times since then. It came up in the beginning of Man of Steel and this whole thing I'm about to talk about. Um, but genuinely he seems to have dealt with that pretty well. (laughs) Um... There was that whole thing. And also, obviously, of course, like, it has to be the thing with, like, every, you know, like, new generation superhero. It's like, oh, they have, like, the potential to be, you know, he has the potential to be even more powerful than his father, but, oh, his powers are more unstable. Um, like, Bruce makes this comment about how, like, oh, because, you know, because he's on he's half Kryptonian, like, we don't really know what his powers can do, necessarily, or, like, if they're gonna get all weird at some point, um, but, uh, so, dealing with all of that, um, last year, uh, Brian Michael Bendis got hired for DC, um, and he started out writing Superman, um, they gave him, they gave him both Superman titles, Uh, which is Superman and Action Comics. Uh, and... Which is uh, wild, first of all. Um, it's wild to have the same guy writing two different comic books about the same thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess if you want to make your titles more consistent, but that's not typically how comics roll.
0: No, nothing is consistent. At all. Ever. Um... And also, it's like you're already telling the Superman story you want to be telling. Like, why do you need a second title? To t- do you have a different? Because he he has to be doing the same thing in both of them. Um. Anyways, but uh, before they you know launched these titles with uh Bendis writing them, um, he did a uh six issue mini series. Called Man of Steel, um, that I think is intentionally a play on, uh, the John Byrne Man of Steel that, like, reestablished Superman's origins after, uh, Crisis. Um, they did a miniseries. And as part of this miniseries, uh, Jor-El shows up because he's alive. <laughs> he was alive and he was evil for a little bit. Uh, cool. Um, Jor-El shows up and he says, I have to take John to space. And Clark says, like, fuck you do. And Jor-El goes like, "No. Listen. He needs to learn about his Kryptonian heritage and his powers and where he came from. Uh and, you know, there there's there's very few Kryptonians left and I don't want my grandson to like know nothing about Krypton." Um which is fair. Which is fair, but also he's like very demanding about it. Uh, yes. and Clark's like, I don't want you to take my ten-year-old son into space!
1: Also fair.
0: He lives here with me on Earth! Um, can't we just get him some books or something? Yeah, can't you hang out here, maybe? Dad? Um...
1: You could live in the barn, or we have a guest room, or the whole Fortress
0: of Solitude? Yeah, no, he has to take John to space. Um, and then they're arguing about it, and then John says, no, I want to go. Uh, Clark's like, what? And John's like, well, you know, there's that whole thing where, uh, that mean Batman from the future said that my powers went berserk, and I killed a bunch of people, and I don't want to do that, so I do need to learn more about my powers, and maybe this will help me, like, discover myself. Um, And they're like, well, you can't go into space by yourself with my dad who's alive and was evil for a little bit. Um, and then Lois offers to go with him. Um, and then,
1: uh. Well, why don't they just all go to space?
0: Well, Clark can't go to space because he has to protect Earth from all the things that want to kill it. (laughs)
1: But there's so many people protecting Earth! Who's protecting
0: his son? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, they eventually agree to this. Uh, John and Lois go to space, and Clark stays behind, uh, on Earth to do Earth things. Um... Hey,
1: can I interrupt with a proposal? Yeah. What if Damien had gone with him to space? Hey!
0: What if Damien went to space? I... (laughs) God. Super suns in space. <laughs> Super Suns in space. They are. They are in space in Super Suns adventures right now.
1: Um, oh my god.
0: They're doing a great job in space. Um I
1: Super mean, suns... I don't think Bruce would have let him do it, but also no.
0: What
1: what if Damien just snuck off to go to
0: space? What if Damien snuck onto the spaceship and he spent a year in space just like Badgering Jorel
1: <laughs> I mean it's perfect because he's not gonna trust him so if he goes evil again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Damien will be right there with a knife. <laughs> yeah. Two knives. Um, two two of them. Um Super Suns Adventures is very good, just as a quick sidebar, because um, they met they met this like this 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 evil this evil like These evil space teens who, like, idolize, like, Earth villains. So they had to fight, like, teen Lex Luthor and teen Joker.
1: That is very good.
0: It's so good.
1: Um, Also, evil space teens is my uh, high school punk band.
0: Uh, thank God. (laughs) Because it's a choice. Um, so, okay. So John and Lois go to space. Um. And then, Lois comes back, and she says, oh, yep, John is with your dad, I realized he didn't really need me, um, so I came back here to Earth, um, and for a while, that was just how things were. Um, in last month's issue of Superman, Superman number six... On the very, 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 very last page, uh, someone shows up, and it's John, except he's, like, 18 now! How? Well, we're gonna find out, because the thing is, as we're recording this today, uh, there's, uh, Superman number 7 comes out today, and it is apparently going to be about John's Lost years in space, um, where he aged up suddenly. Well, he can't um, be
1: on the Teen Titans now, either. He
0: can't be- he just missed his whole window! <laughs> he wanted so badly to be on the Teen Titans! <laughs> Damien wouldn't let him because he wasn't a teen, and now Damien will let him because he has to- he has to go beyond the Adult Titans with Dick and Donna!
1: I mean, that would also probably be very good.
0: (laughs) Um, it would be very good. They Um, would
1: definitely 100% adopt him right away.
0: God. Um, so, I'm a little bit mad (laughs) about this. And, like, it just happened. So I have no idea if it's gonna be reversed. Like, the last page is, like, is Clark being like, well, you know, I can, uh... I can hear his heartbeat and I can like, you know, I could identify if somebody was like faking his voice. So, and I, you know, I I can tell, I can use my super senses to tell that this is John. So if this is a trick, it's a very good trick. And I don't think it's going to be a trick. I don't know if it's going to end up like he gets reverted back to the age he was before or, you know, he, they, they travel back in time and they get, the younger John, or whatever.
1: Um, Stop him from going into space in the first place.
0: Stop him from going into space. They go- they go back in time, and they get Damian Wayne, and Damian says, John, don't go into fucking space. Stay here. If you
1: go into space, I will follow you, and (laughs) then both of our dads will be very angry.
0: (laughs) You don't want that to happen. We've dealt with that before. Um, anyways, um... I'm a little. I'm trying not to act like the main reason I'm upset is isn't like oh, but he's, but he's Damien's best friend, and now Damien's gonna be sad. (laughs) But that is like a lot of it. Um. But also, I I feel like there was still like you know good and interesting stuff to be done with tween John. Um, and I don't know. I like. I don't know why he has to be a teen. And also, Bendis is writing Young Justice now, and he has, like, seven teens in that. Like, I'm glad you enjoy writing <laughs> teens so much, but you have, like, a ton of them, and they're all great. And one of them is Superboy, so... I was
1: just gonna say, you have a teen Superboy. You have why can't te- you also have a tween Superboy? You
0: have a teen Superboy! You don't need two of them, Bendis! Um,
1: and then the- they meet, and they're like, "Oh, are what are cousins?
0: <laughs> brothers? What? Well, how does what this are, work?
1: Um, what happens when you meet a clone of your dad mixed <laughs> with some other dude? Is that like a half brother?" <laughs>
0: I think I think that's a fair way to do it. God, I was also like briefly excited because I was like, "Oh, you know." They keep saying that, like, Young Justice is in continuity, but it's still not clear how, but I was like, oh, maybe if, you know, Connor exists, like, in, you know, the DCU proper now, they can bring him in, and then, uh, John can have a cool older brother, and then he can tell Damien, like, look, I have a brother too now. (laughs) You're not so (laughs) special. Um...
1: With your million brothers and With
0: your hundreds of brothers, they just keep crawling out of the woodwork every time I come to your house. it's like you have a new brother. um
1: <laughs> Damien hires actors to pretend he's oh his my brother. God,
0: please, please, please um,
1: and this is my brother Jeffrey.
0: what <laughs> Don't be rude, John. um so i don't I don't know why this is happening. And I don't know what's going to happen with John in future. I've, like, I had the suspicion, like, while I was reading Man of Steel, I was like, mmm, Bendis, do you just not want to write this child? Are you just not <laughs> interested in exploring, like, Clark's relationship with his ten-year-old son like the whole series was before this? Is that what's going on? And now that this is happening, I'm like, that's definitely what it was, wasn't it? Yep. Um, I don't want to end this on a bad note. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen. Maybe this is going to be, like, a, like, three-issue problem. Um, who knows? Who can say? That's the business of comics.
1: Um. Or maybe somehow they turn it extremely good.
0: Or maybe it'll be very good. It could be very good. I don't, like, I don't think it's going to be bad. Because John is great. And I don't think, like, he's going to stop being you know, a uh, a total sweetheart just because he's a teen. Um, but if, if you, if you are interested in John up to this point, because I can't speak to what John from here on out is going to be like, um, you should definitely check out Rebirth Superman, uh, and you should absolutely, absolutely, absolutely read Super Sons. There is no one on this earth who I think would not enjoy Super Sons. It's, so delightful. Vice um, President
1: Mike Pence.
0: That's true.
1: <laughs> I'm just like, what's the first name that comes to mind of somebody who might not like Super
0: Sons? Yeah, so, um, if Vice President Mike Pence is listening to this podcast, uh, first, I mean, I have a lot more important things to say to you than this, but I guess- Don't read Super Suns, because you probably won't like it. But anyone else, I think you should check it out. Um, I know you don't have comics to talk about, because we recorded two days ago, and since then you've just been con-crunching. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
1: But I finished. I finished. I finished.
0: And I packed. You finished. And you packed. And I'm so proud of you. I
1: almost forgot to pack pajamas, but I didn't. (laughs) I would have been so upset, and I would have been like, y'all, we gotta go to, like, a Target or a Walmart or something, because I ain't sleeping in these jeans. (laughs) Your sleep jeans! You don't want sleep jeans? (laughs) You know, my sleep jeans. You just get your softest jeans.
0: Um, I... But did you read
1: comics?
0: I have not read comics in the past two days. Um, I checked out what was coming out this week. Um... There's, uh, there's that new Superman, so I guess next week I'll be able to tell you more of what's going on with John Um, there's, uh, I think, I think DC is doing a Valentine's Day special, um. That
1: could be cute.
0: That could be cute. Um, Marvel is, there's a new Black Widow series, I believe, that's starting, um, that I don't know that much about. But I'm gonna check out anyways. Um, and we should probably mention, uh, the news that kind of. Oh, the movie news? The movie news. The news that kind of soft broke today. Because it's not like, there was, there's not an official announcement, but it's just like, oh, sources are confirming. Uh, but Marvel is. Doing a Young Avengers movie, almost certainly, probably. Definitely. Okay.
1: Which, uh, like, um, thank you. Thank you, Sam, for sharing the link to the article in yes. the Discord, because otherwise, I probably wouldn't have seen it for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, Sam. I mean, but, by the time this episode comes out, it probably will have made the rounds, like, a bit, but, uh. Yeah.
1: Thank yeah. you, Sam,
0: for posting yep.
1: that. But, oh, boy, I still am just, in in the article, um, which, it they're doing, like, this is what the he, the team lineup will be. And they're like, finally, Wiccan and Vision 2.0 are likely Scarlet Witch and Vis- Vision's kids, with the latter replacing Speed from the comics. Why are you replacing Tommy?!
0: Get... With a different son! Get out of here with that! I, with the first, um, when I, um, when I saw this article, I was, you know, telling people about it, and I was talking to one of my other, uh, pals who likes Young Avengers, um, and I just mentioned <laughs> how much I love Tommy, and they were like, you don't need to tell me that you love Tommy! Look at him! Of course you love Tommy! <laughs>
1: Um, you don't need to tell me that you like Tommy. Just look at him.
0: Good God. Um, but, uh, I, ooh, I, my, like, my one hope is that, uh, the people writing this article don't know what they're talking about. I
1: mean, it does say likely. So it, it does, does say does, likely. It does have an air of conjecture. So yeah. they probably have the lineup. And they're like, well, maybe this other Vision is replacing their other kid. When maybe Tommy's in the second one. They just I... haven't found him yet. They
0: just haven't found him yet. He's in jail.
1: He's in jail and they haven't found him yet. And then when they find him, they're going to have the like, whoa, you guys look the same. God, Except my... for your hair color.
0: <laughs> my favorite thing. Um. Anyways, besides... Uh, the weirdness around Tommy. I am so, 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 so stoked about the potential of Young Avengers. I know it won't be happening for a while still. um, Yeah. But it is uh, more stoked than I've been about any MCU film in recent memory. Just finally some good fucking food. Um, I mean,
1: Black Panther was good.
0: Black Panther and was And Spider Verse
1: was extremely good.
0: That's true. Spider Verse is not an MCU flick, so that doesn't count.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. My brain was just like Marvel films.
0: Marvel films. Um, but Spider Verse. But yes, does, in
1: the cinematic
0: universe. Um. Absolutely. Spider Verse does prove the point that all of the greatest superhero films are about teens. Um. And that's just how it be. Uh, that's just how it be. So that's very exciting. Um, if you want to, uh, come get excited with us, you can find us on, uh, all kinds of social media, on Twitter and Tumblr and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest. Um, you can join our, uh, join our Discord group if you want to get, like, links to news like this when people more astute than us (laughs) like, notice them and post them before we know about them, um, (laughs) and then you can yell about them with us, and you can be like, hey, where's Tommy? With us. Um, so that's great. Um, you can, uh, leave us a rating and a review if you feel so inclined. Uh, you can send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to subscribe to that. Uh, you can get cool. Bonus episodes, movie night uh you can get to pick what topics we talk about, all of those are things you can do. um you can keep on listening to the podcast because we appreciate that. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate if you tell people about it uh and we appreciate you so uh so thanks, thanks for joining us. uh I have been Olivia.
1: And I have been Eleon, and as always, Kiss Me Sexy Batman.
0: Kiss Me Sexy Batman.